0: I know Kung Fu. That was a terrible (laughs) fucking impression. What? You're a fucking idiot, Mark. (laughs) Hello. Internet and welcome to the A to Z Horror Cast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at A to Z Horror.com. And we've got a little bit of a programming note right here up at the top because ordinarily this is where I would usually say this is also brought to you by the Phantom Podcast Network. Uh, but unfortunately, the Phantom Podcast Network is kind of no more or is in the dwindling stages. For reasons not really worth getting into here, the network just couldn't continue to function and that kind of sucks. Uh, definitely go hit up all the other awesome shows. I know they're all continuing on in their own way, and they're all worth following, so definitely check them all out. You'll be able to find them. Um, the network's still here for now. Uh, but more importantly, that means things for you, our listener. If you had previously been subscribed to the fam- Phantom Podcast Network feed, we're going to need you to go ahead and subscribe to our individual feed, which is the A to Z Horror cast. A to Z Horror with the word T. t, t, uh, t the, t-o. Word the word T. The word T. Um, A to Z whore, the word to find us. Um, And for now, we're just going to kind of do our own thing. I know we've got some irons in the fire. We're chasing down some leads, looking for some options. Jake, these sound like business words. What are we doing? Explain things to me. I I think you hit the nail on the head there,
1: Jack. we've We've done it before. We can do it again. There will be synergy. Guys, we're going to keep doing what we've done. We're going to let you know of everything that we have coming down the pipe. I think there's some pretty cool things that could be coming at you. So just keep following along and we'll let you know as we go.
0: In the meantime, uh, the episodes are going to be coming out once a month now instead of once a week. We're going to cut them down to about 20 minutes. They'll be heavily edited and censored. No swearing anymore, right? Never. Um, Yeah. No, it's going to be exactly the (laughs) fucking same. It's just uh, uh, you're going to get the same old uh, dumb drunk shit you get every week. So stay tuned. Uh, Which means that you're just here with us this week. I'm Jack, and sitting to my left is Jake. Have you heard of the Pillars of Creation, Jack? (laughs) (laughs) And sitting next to Jake is someone else who hiccups when he orgasms. It's Mark. (laughs) Hey, guys. Jesus. That was Uh distressing, Mark. I need to see your hands, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. For those of you unfamiliar with our crackjack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, we watched 2017's Heartthrob, uh, which came at us via listener suggestion from a listener named John, who emailed us. <laughs> and we are going to dive all the way into that movie. But first, we've got to do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do Beers for Fears. Now, Mark, Jake, and I are going to start because... Jake was on his way over to my pad here, and uh, he said, I'll get some beers. And I said, cool, I've got some beers over here. We ended up with the same beer. We're both drinking
2: Rainier's. Um,
0: Guys, it's the perfect week for Rainier. It really is. It's It's really Rainier's week week to shine.
2: Rainier features prominently in the background of the movie, so. Mount
0: Rainier does. Um, I mean, (laughs) so does the can. That's what I'm talking about, (laughs) yes. And this movie is set in Tacoma. Uh, Tacoma. It's it's Rainier, Rainier heavy, so Rainier. We're drinking Rainier. Mark, what are you drinking?
2: So I don't think I did any particularly better than you guys sort of accidentally fell backwards into. However, I do have a pretty special beer in in, uh, contrast to what you guys are drinking.
1: Special. Uh,
2: I don't mean to make light of the events of this movie, but I am drinking a Trickster by Barbarian. Uh, It was a special thing. that uh, It was a gift given to me, I guess, in a way, by uh, Jake on the podcast.
0: (laughs) Why did you say that so coyly? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) well... Listener, he's, he's referring to me. I think,
1: oh, you know what it was? He actually doesn't know our names. Is it oh, yeah. yeah. He wasn't sure if it was you or it was <laughs> he's me. He's trying to
2: put it together. Yeah, to I, to I have to do an internal fact check every time I say your name because, it, yeah. it's, frankly, it's very difficult. I have the hardest job on this place. Um. Anyways, place. it's 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 a sour. The the point being that this guy is just a he's a trickster man. You know he goes he goes to hug you and oh there's spoilers by the way I don't know if we said that already spoilers well, we hadn't yet but I'm glad you
0: did yeah listener spoilers for the, yeah, the Rainier movie heartthrob fine. yeah yeah uh
2: yeah you know he goes to he goes to hug you and then he least stabs you or you know he pl- unplugs your distributor caps that kind of that kind of shit he bugs your phone that's trickster shit man he trickster goes to hug
0: you and instead shit. he unplugs your distributor caps what a son of a bitch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. So that's that's the angle I'm going for here. The beer I itself understand. is is lovely.
1: It is. I was going to ask cuz I have not cracked that I'm I'm uh, cellaring it for a bit cuz I'm a beer snob.
2: It's it's quite good.
1: Wow. Uh-huh.
0: All right. Now ordinarily, this is where we would run through other things that have been rocking our collective horror worlds. Uh... <laughs> not today but as we record oh. this it's uh, near the first of the month when Dekeme, you listen dude, to this don't look at me like that it will certainly not I'm just gonna plow through I'm just gonna plow through <laughs> when you listen to this it will almost end. certainly not be near the first of the month but that's fine we're still gonna do our horror release roundup go over to A to Z horror uh, with a hyphen that time A to Z horror with a hyphen dot com God, we do good um, well. oh we're so good and so check good. out our horror release roundup segment where we took a look at every horror movie we could find coming out at you um in that's going to be coming out in april of 2018 and trailers for all of them blurbs about each of them some I'll will say be this. out
1: because this is coming at you on the 9th so enjoy 8th i think but i think ninth.
0: Yep. okay and i'll
2: say i'll say this april is a month that has some talent in it it's got some good shit there's some good yeah shit. there's a lot of high <laughs> heavy profile hitters
0: yeah but here on the podcast we're not going to run through the whole fucking crop so we're just going to hit you with a top one a bottom one and a dark horse pick somehow we'll come close though yeah okay uh, Jake, we usually do. Jake, why don't you kick us off? Let's start from the fucking middle here Weird. with the dark horse pick. Weird. The best place to start. Okay. Dead sure, center.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ghost Land, and that's primarily oh, because this movie looks like it's probably pretty technically well made, but I'm not <laughs> sure the angle that it's taking. Yeah. I don't know if these are ghosts doing ghost things. Yep. I don't know if these are bad people doing bad people things.
0: This was on my list for Dark Horse 2. I didn't end up picking it, but uh-huh. it, it kind of fits the 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 it's the platonic ideal of a Dark Horse, where this could be really fucking good, mm-hmm. but this could be really fucking bad. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't know where it's going to land. Now, given
1: the fact that it's called Ghost Land, I'm thinking it's about ghosts, but I have been wrong before but that's it's also the sense.
2: name of the book that she wrote about it so okay it's in the trailer i i think this i you guys what are, does that
1: change does that change anything <laughs> i don't know you guys are spot oh, on great with this pick. great great Mark. i kind of agree
2: the, this is easily the most satisfying <laughs> moment of any trailer was when the gigantic half rhino half human dude just charged the lady into the window it just
0: slammed it yeah <laughs> it's just like full
2: body slam is this so just like thinking
1: this is about people and ghosts coming yeah. together as one no, Jake. That's a movie without people in it. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're all ghosts. That's a twist. That's a Shyamalan twist.
2: <laughs> the the twist is actually that the good guys are the ghosts and the bad guys are the humans. They're actually Ghostbusters, and someone has called them. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this that's, might be my top.
0: That might be my top one in that case. That's the others. It's it's it's, it's, it's a reimagined about the others. Spoilers for the others. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Wow. <laughs> heavy. <laughs>
1: Not the segment for that. Anyway, like I said, it, it does look like it's technically well-made. I'm not really sure the direction that it's ultimately going to take from like an overall film standpoint. For me, it was a little bit hard to follow the yeah. trailer, yeah, but yeah. It, it looks like it could be cool. So, fair enough.
2: Dark Horse.
0: Uh, Mark, how about you? What's your Dark Horse pick?
2: Ganjam Haunted Asylum. No, no
0: shit, no shit, Mark. Yeah, that's yeah, I my
2: mean, Dark Horse 2. I mean, you know, you know, Ghostland was also up there for the Dark Horse, but this yeah. is, like, they list all of the scariest place, the freakiest, excuse me, places on yeah. Earth. Freakiest. And then, <laughs> quote unquote. if that's any indicator of how good this movie's going to be, they use mm. the word freakiest. Um, and then they, it's a, a bunch of, like, overzealous and skeptical teenagers spending a night in the seventh freakiest place on the planet, which apparently I think is they were in, in descending ranking.
1: order. That was yeah. on a ranking. It Whatever, just, one of they the seven. The man. others,
0: and then the one they were going to talk about. What? What? What country is this from? What language was that? Korean. I believe it's Korean. Yeah. South Korean, but yeah, it was yeah. also just the place was in Korea, so I didn't want to jump to conclusions. Uh, yeah, it's Korean. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, found footage ghost. I kind of got like a uh, grave encounters vibe. Yeah, I
1: think it's going to be more lo-fi than that, but I agree. Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to be more lo-fi than that. This could do something like a Marble Hornets, but what Marble Hornets did so well was the venue, and this is a movie. So, I don't know. I don't know at that
2: length, but I I know what you mean. it's ghosts in an insane asylum, and it's found footage, so it has to be on my radar. uh, But it also is extremely low budget and going to be probably kind of hard to find. So, I, 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 I don't know.
1: The second that I saw the trailer, I knew that you there you were gonna watch it and that you would ultimately report back. So I will wait to hear the
0: results. Cool. Uh, I can I do think that. This is my dark horse as well. Um, you already this... said
2: your dark horse was Ghostland. You just you're... no, I didn't. I said that was on my list. <laughs> you're writing all of our coattails.
0: Well, fuck you. i just <laughs> Jack has lots of dark horses, man.
2: <laughs> I think it's uh, darks uh, this... horse actually. Gone gem is
0: what found dark's footage horse. was made for. Um. uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. This is what it's supposed to be. You're in a scary place. You're running around. The trailer was confusing because it has the fastest appearing cue cards. Like when it says stuff, I had to pause the, the trailer to read all of those. They appear and disappear so fucking fast. Yeah, so I
2: went ahead and transcribed them in my little blurb things because exactly that problem. They're there for like a half a second and you have to take in all this information. Head on over to the website to see that. Yep.
0: But yeah, looks scary. Don't have too much to add. It's one of my darks, horse. Darks. Good. Horse. Nailed it. Yes. Jake. Yes, sir. Bottom one. What looks shitty to you? Oh, boy. There's one that's called, um...
1: God damn it. Edge of <laughs> Isolation. I don't know which direction you're going each time. So well, you, you always mix remember, it up. So I don't know which one to call up. whole movies you have to remember. Yeah, and relax. <laughs> I, guys, I'm in a transitionary period in my life, okay? Mine's Edge of Isolation. This movie, I don't like picking on the one that doesn't look good. But my oh my! I just wanted to talk about but the car crash scene good. in this movie. It doesn't look good, but I with this particular trailer, I was able to completely block out everything that happened after what was the most mind-blowingly terrible car crash scene I have ever seen. I mean, I watched it—no joke—I watched it double-digit times because <laughs> it was so impressively bad. It's—it's it's a
0: jeep lightly tapping a tree, cut to a guy like, bashing his face. Well, in it was the awesome wheel. too because yeah. the
1: part where he's doing the bashing. That's not, like, a moving vehicle. That is no. him, stationary shot,
0: doing, like, Look, a jostle thing. Most of the time, when we're talking shit about movies, we don't know how to fix it. We don't <laughs> know what to do better. I know how to fix that. But I'm confident the three of us with a <laughs> cell phone camera could put together a better accident scene than and that. And I loved it. <laughs> it's
1: still my bottom one, but that was transfixing. Yeah.
2: The, the thing that I find fascinating that you're not talking about that is the scene... Immediately, like the cut immediately before that, which is just a dude illuminated by a spotlight sprinting like he's across he's, the road, <laughs> yeah, just full speed. Just <laughs> uh, there's no car like in the frame, just a dude oh, running at full speed oh, across the road. Well,
1: see, that's that's pre car crash. I'm commenting specifically on the car crash, is what caused it. It should not have caused a car crash,
2: mind you, because he left the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was off Doesn't the road, sense. it's like yeah. they were swerving to hit him.
1: Maybe he was. Maybe that's the twist. There you go. (laughs) A lot of twists here, man.
0: This is a twisty month.
2: (laughs) Gotta keep up. Gotta keep up.
0: Gotta keep up. How about you, Mark? What's your bottom one?
2: Uh, Condemned slash God's Acre. Uh... Interesting. Uh, frankly, I've watched this trailer. I don't remember. What not double is. digit times,
0: but <laughs> Mark Jake doesn't remember what it is. Hit him with a brief
2: description. That's well, that's problem. exactly the problem. <laughs> I've watched this trailer four or five times, and I still can't really keep track of what this movie. Is. It's the it's the genericist of the generic. I think there's a guy who nice has to word. sell his house to make some money, but it's haunted or it's something bad. I don't I don't know. The recession. It's, <laughs> because it's the recession. Yes, because the economy went bad. Well <laughs> uh, no, this just this is immediately forgettable. In about two days after this recording, I'm gonna forget that it existed in its entirety. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. I already have. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you just, said, you just I, said it. Interestingly, we all picked different bottom ones Good. uh this week. I picked Foxtrap. Really? Which just Look, the movie doesn't look like the worst movie I've ever seen, but fuck, is that a stupid played-out plot? I cannot envision the set of circumstances that led to anyone being excited enough about this story, needing to tell this story, managing to sell this story to backers, and then getting through filming it, like... It's, Look, okay, so so the plot of this movie is a bunch of people come together, they, they hit a woman in their car, uh, collectively, apparently. In their car. This woman gets paralyzed and then invites them all to a party some years later and murders them one by one. Yeah, just, it seems fuck, innocuous.
2: Fuck. Well, so
0: that's the weird thing, right? Because I thought the
1: plot synopsis, we do have those, also head over to the website, said that it was five years later. Yeah. And it was a young girl. Yeah. Rank. So... Is it her, or is it like an older brother that's coming to save a
0: little? Sis? I think like, it's somebody else. I mean, they also said that left her like quadriplegic. Yeah, it's not her.
2: Yeah, it doesn't I mean, she's seem now like, it's like
1: her.
0: evil minion. Unless she's some kind of robot.
1: Mm, that
2: would oh, be a like twist. an exoskeleton. You got Guys, an Iron Man got got situation going on. It's
0: it's like Arby's has the meats, we got the twists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's my bottom one. Look, it doesn't. I don't think <clears throat> it's the objectively worst movie on this list, but it's the one I care the least about.
2: I mean, okay. best case scenario, it's I know what you did last summer, set in the United Kingdom. Exactly. All I
0: care about with movies like
1: this is if the mask looks cool.
2: Yeah. And, and the mask there the mask looked... The trailer, as I recall
0: meh, it,
1: It's like it was for like fragments of seconds and it's impossible to discern, but it looked like it could be okay. Okay. Know.
0: Anyway. All right. Let's uh, get some positivity up in up in this piece. Jake, uh, yeah. what is your top one pick? Yeah, I mean, I'm going with a Quiet Place. This yep, movie, yep,
1: we've seen it yep. coming. I know Mark's going to talk about it a lot more. Uh,
0: I can confidently go around the horn here. We all picked the quiet Yeah, we all,
1: we all. So let's let's go around the horn real quickly. Like, for me, it's the only movie of the month that's starring Jim from The Office, basically. John Krasinski. I'm going to get there, but you just, thanks for jumping in. I'm stepping by. Okay, well, I thought over you might not know who he was. It. All over the bit. He also wrote and directed. Listener. John um, Krasinski's on a weird trajectory where he's doing, like, yeah. action movie guy stuff these days. Kind of. He did his best Joel from The Last of Us for this movie. Okay. The uh, only thing that I have to say with this trailer and with the overall game. premise is, it's not a garbage game. It's a great game. And stop talking. I don't understand in a world where making any noise will like bring down a rain of hellfire beasts upon you, why you would go about getting pregnant and actually
0: having that fucking kid. Okay, S- it's gonna second. cry. there's nothing that's, you can. Do. That's Secondly. The- Oh, okay, Mark's gonna talk about the more offensive part of that. But what? No, no. Let's say she no. gets pregnant because you gotta. Bang well, don't to give the kids stress. toys. Okay, that's the more. offensive No, the more uh, they're both offensive. Actually, what if you can't wrong. find the RU 486? What? If... That's that was the bill. Never mind, not the drug. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> what if you can't find abortion meds and he's not a doctor? I'm Sure, there are ways. Yikes! It's that's the rhythm method, really man. Dark.
2: <laughs> the rhythm method <laughs> the rhythm method uh but also like okay you you can probably give your kids toys Maybe don't give them batteries for their toys. Beeping light-up toys. <laughs> yeah. Don't give Look, them the please. loudest fucking toys from your childhood that make laser sounds matter. and sirens.
1: It doesn't matter. That kid's still going to fucking throw the rocket ship at some point when he's having a hissy fit because he's hungry. He's going to throw anything. You can yeah, pick up a rock, It doesn't Jake. matter. He's going to a kid. kid. A toy doesn't solve having a problem. kid in this world is a bad thing. Well, they already oh. have the one kid. Well,
0: maybe uh, maybe you guys are you touching on something. Are you suggesting they suffocate him like that episode of M.A.S.H.? No that okay. episode I'm the series finale
2: of m*ash God.
0: Yeah, that one episode spoilers
2: for mash in
1: any public place they should tie his hands behind his back or something
0: Jesus Christ, you're going to be a great dad. So, yeah. <laughs> so,
2: only in the apocalypse, though. They'll I think we might paint. have touched on something. Maybe they're having kids as, like, you know, as, like, distractions. As, like, the, the rock you throw in video game to distract the monster so that you can run to the other side and get food. Oh, hey, shit, Joey, so, so these go are get like, that stick
1: for me. So these are, like, sacrifices. <laughs> and then yeah, cut exactly. the other direction. That's
2: the twist. Right? <laughs> Twist's a muck. Dude, okay. twists. No, but I,
1: I'm. It, this movie looks fucking awesome. It's going to be very well made. It's going to be uh, intense. Yep. And I like the premise. It seems pretty novel. So.
2: And the yeah, initial buzz, was. the initial buzz at a South by is that it's very good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So
1: I like seeing I like seeing Krasinski going into like I mean making this his, like this is his movie totally. So that's cool too.
2: Yeah. Him and Blunt are a power team. Uh, the only thing I have to add is that this is my, this was the one I chose on the omnibus for most anticipated movie of the year, so I'm contractually obligated to pick it as my top Absolutely. one. Absolutely, well, well done. There is a lot of competition though, and we should probably linger yeah. here for a moment. Uh, yeah. Ghost stories, yeah, looks uh, great. Looks really good. Truth or Dare, the next one from Blumhouse, is going to be I, I, stupid I, popcorn horror really that I don't looks know interesting. I about that one
1: it is popcorn I mean it's a Blumhouse so what are you gonna do but that one was like I kind of wanted to do that one as like a personal dark horse but I couldn't bring myself to do it because there's no way a Blumhouse movie can possibly be a dark horse sure for me personally I think it could go either way you know what you're getting
2: yeah I like the trajectory they're taking where they're just like let's find the stupidest fucking concept we can come up with and turn it into a movie and see what happens
0: Now, there's It'll already a movie on Netflix called Truth or Dare that's been popping up in my recommended feed for, like, a year and a half now that I've refused to click on. Are you sure you're not that. thinking of Would You Rather? I might be thinking of Would You Rather. He is, yeah, I actually. might be thinking of Would yep. You yep. Rather. Yep. Is that the razor blade eye? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's
2: yeah, Would yeah. You Rather. Okay. So, last but not least, uh, and this was one that we mentioned last, like, September or something like that because it was hitting... Or it was hitting some festival. Yeah, uh, Marrowbone, so with Anya Taylor-Joy. The secret of Marrowbone. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, exactly. This was another one that got a lot of really good buzz coming out of the festival circuit, and now it's actually going to be, hopefully, available uh, for mass yeah. populist consumption. Go, uh, yeah. go see this. Uh, I'm south on this one now. Whoa! Wow. Yeah.
0: Why? Looks great.
2: Loved the trailer.
0: Looked really Whoa. good. Loved it, I know. Looked good. Then I saw it's from the writer of the orphanage. And I, oh boy, (laughs) I remember another movie that I liked the look of a whole lot, and then it was boring. You, I would not allow you to not give this a shot.
1: This seems like it is so far up your alley. I've got to give it a shot. Yeah, exactly. The cast here is
0: pretty good. Yeah,
2: you hold weird grudges. You have beefs with strange things. (laughs) I don't appreciate it.
0: The guy at the wine shop did not understand how he could have a right-handed card swiping machine, but it was difficult for me to swipe my card Put the card a left the right handed hand. man. Put the card in the I was right. holding the wine in my right hand.
1: Switch hands. Oh, We've had this oh, conversation already offline. We've had it offline.
2: <laughs> why would you wait, why would you hold things with your off hand? So I could swipe the card
0: with my prime hand.
2: Hmm. This is baffling. Go see
1: Marrowbone. Oh, this is highly questionable. Yeah you should see that movie too.
0: <laughs> Lord. Let's get out of but here. Pretty exciting month
1: all around. I think this is gonna be a good month and it's I frankly loaded. didn't see it coming yeah i've been doing a lot of other things like moving but yeah yeah. it's gonna be good go see some movies guys i think it's time for the feature presentation though i like it okay
0: over at nancyhorror.com this week we watched 2017's heartthrob uh which thanks again to john a listener who suggested the movie um we're gonna dive all the way into talking about the movie here in a couple of seconds, all the way. Um, but uh, I picked this movie, and sort it's uh, of. now just occurring to me that yeah. uh, I'm gonna have to do plots, and options. yeah. We, we could to... skip that segment. This we, week we cannot because it's important, Jack. Okay. It's a very, it's a very important, important segment.
1: Things in life, and this is one of them. And thirty seconds are about to be on the clock. As soon as I can find that goddamn app. <laughs> hey oh. Okay, we got it. It's gonna start when you start.
0: Henry is a shy nerd who's the valedictorian of his class. He meets a woman he refers to as a slut who also graduated with him, but they end up falling in love and they start dating. Um, And then he starts getting real creepy and, like, listening to her. He starts bugging her. And then he starts killing her ex-lovers because she hiccups during sex and he finds out about it. Uh, He gets more and more creepy and he has to kill people to uh, to make up for killing the first person. He gets creepier and creepier. He ties his mom in an attic. She finds him when they're on a date, maybe. And then uh, he... Ends up getting stabbed by
2: Sam, by well, himself.
0: He stab- he stabs himself.
2: Ah! Other
0: than that,
1: you did great. Other than yeah. completely
2: getting the end of the movie wrong, Look, aside from that part, she is well. He actually didn't even address it.
1: the end of the movie, which I have a lot to say about. But ooh,
2: good scene!
1: Great, <laughs> it's a great scene. You're right.
2: Uh,
0: where where Sam plows not Robin Williams from from not uh, Dead Poet Society? We're gonna get there. Okay. Well, I'm doing the plot. I could talk about the plot right now. Yeah. Okay. You had you had 30 seconds to do the plot. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Uh. The t- t- Robin. T- Robin Williams character has a cute butt, and uh, Sam plows him.
2: <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the right movie?
0: Yeah. Where, Where did f- you get the butt stuff? He's got a cute butt. What are you observing? From his butt. His butt is what I'm observing. Okay. It's a good butt. He's wearing those tight pants, those tight light blue pants.
2: Can we, can I just ask real quick, which one is the Robin Williams character?
0: The professor at the community college. Oh,
2: dude, that guy looks exactly like a 50-50 split between Paul Rudd and Chris Pratt. Jesus. And both of whom have good butts. Oh my god,
1: we gotta get off the butt thing. He vapes. They had to he had to bring vaping into this movie, so yeah, I'm already he's a mad at him. Dick
2: bag. Decidedly anti-vape podcast.
0: Look, I'm pretty yes. sure he followed a high school student from teaching her in high school to teaching her in college so he could plow her. He's not a hero. Well. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not here to judge the way people handle their personal relationships, Jack. I'm here all to right. talk about horror movies. Alright, we're gonna get into all that. We're gonna we're gonna get into so much more. So so much more. Now this having come to us from John, yeah, uh, via email. Yeah, I had not heard hide nor hair of this movie before. Never, never before. Mark, never. I assume you're
2: in the same boat. Uh, I went in completely and utterly blind.
0: Yeah, yep. uh, should be worth noting. This movie is freely available on Netflix. I apparently mm. forgot that I paid for it on Amazon. Good for you. Um, Cheers, which, buddy. You know that's an I support artists.
2: Thing. <laughs> yeah, that's why you did it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're a champion of the people. Absolutely.
1: Uh, yeah, so we all went in blind. Yeah, we went in blind, but it's kind of funny because it is on Netflix. I don't know why it hadn't, like, I look I look through Netflix a lot, and a I hadn't lot. even seen a thing. I it's it's horror-ish. I mean, it is arguably not yes, horror. <clears throat> this is a tenu. this is thriller with some dark elements.
2: Yeah, I don't know how the algorithm works on Netflix, but it is not categorized as horror on Netflix, so and,
0: yeah, it might just this, run in a
2: different stream, you know?
0: Look, and, but there is no world if the algorithms working properly where it is. that i should have seen would you rather every fucking day of my yep. life and never seen this yep. movie pop
1: i think up. the other thing that we should say here is that this is probably this is among the top candidates for a to z horror as a concept we're we're stretching that one to fit this one in. We really are. But, I mean, appreciate the recommendation and there's definitely enough here to be worth talking about. Oh, there's some spooky scenes. I mean,
2: in fairness, I feel like A to Z horror as a concept just means that we review all the movies that have letters in them and this decidedly starts with with a letter. So (laughs) It's like right in the middle of the alphabet, even. Coming at
0: you next week, Moana. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, I've been recently watching the main song from Moana on YouTube. That song's inspiring as hell despite giving kids just woefully wrong information about what horizon is. Yeah. I think that's an inspiring song. I okay, mean, we're going to move along. I've never I w- seen the movie. <laughs> I, I'm uh, me either. We've got to move along. <laughs> that's gotta for next week. We're
2: going to watch Moana next week.
1: We're not going to do that though. One of the things that I did want to mention also about me, just like not knowing about this movie is that it has at least a person in it. I would argue potentially people Keir Gilchrist, man, Kier Gilcrest Gilchrist. He's a guy. He's the guy yeah. from dead silence. And it follows. Mark, you son of a bitch. You bring it up every time you
0: can. You bring it up every time you can, Mark. <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs>
2: Had a great you concept. It
0: Follows, and
2: some other stuff. Notably, It Follows.
0: I'm very notable. Also,
2: um, we'll, we'll come back to this later, but also notably atypical. I have some things to say afterward.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. So, and what is the actress's name, the, the lead actress? Aubrey Peoples. Yes, I didn't know her from anything else except for... Um... I did recognize her from something, but I've lost track. She's every re- shows that I don't. Watch. I wrote it in my notes. Hold on, Sharknado. Hold on. Sharknado. Yeah, mm. did re- yeah, she's in Sharknado. She's in that. Okay, she's I in something called her. Gem.
2: Cool. Okay, so... she's
1: in things. I think she's primarily in shows, though. Yeah. Mm. Uh, doesn't matter. Keira Gilcrest is in this movie. Didn't yeah. know about it. Yeah. Let's get to my favorite
0: segment. What in the fuck subgenre horror does this movie fit into? Yeah, it? let's do it. Let's just plow right through it. Okay, it's a thriller. Yep. Is that a yeah.
2: subgenre of horror? That's just no, a completely sure. separate genre.
1: <laughs> Whatever, Mark. You're the one that fucking adds things. <laughs> yeah, Mark. You want to give
0: me a subgenre? I'm not the only one Dolls who can we add, meet them
2: in space. Uh, <laughs> that would be a good premise. <laughs> it's important to be specific, okay? I This is an adult fears movie. Absolutely. They're not oh, adults, but adult this fears. absolutely is one.
0: Well,
1: you can legally, have adult fears. Legally,
0: the they're adults.
2: They get there Maybe. eventually. It could
0: be 17. Probably. Most people graduated at 18,
2: just because
1: you're young as shit. I graduated at 17. I started... No, I was eighteen when I started college, but I would have been seventeen in this situation.
0: Ooh, see implications there. I thought there
2: specifically was a line saying that one of them was still seventeen. Somewhere, I don't remember that. Maybe not. There
0: are a lot of things. Maybe I'm
2: making it up.
0: I did watch this after playing uh, a substantial amount of Dartmouth Pong. So, in any case, stupid thing to say. I'm
1: I'm super happy you mentioned that. In any case. It was help. important. Yeah, I'm it was sure important. it was. In any case, I don't really think that there's much else that it fits into, unless you have something, Mark.
2: I mean, there really should be a genre for like jilted lover or whatever. Like should the, be. I mean, there's a lot of those movies out there in this genre, and we don't really have one on here, so I'm just gonna make one. It's jilted lover. Okay. Psychotic and, lover. And something it's a like thriller. That? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Psychotic. Uh,
0: psychological lover.
1: Uh, not in the sense that it's psychological in the way you experience it, but there's a lot of psychological
0: things, mind games. Being done he, to this poor woman. That he is playing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's All right. fair. And I don't think it fits the fuck into any more subgenres of horror. No, well, let's that's talk fair. about the movie. And what it does right. It let's has trees it and right.
2: houses. Trees and houses, guys.
0: Okay, thanks.
1: A lot of trees. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, uh, wet climate up there in Takama.
0: Yeah. A lot of trees. Uh, I loved the tone of this movie. Hmm consistently it's okay. it's a really cool it's not quite noir but it's like almost that noir really noir subdued tone i got a similar vibe from they look like people uh yeah um just that kind of like well subdued stuff going on but quiet and consistent yeah.
1: i uh, i can follow you there i think what it did that's similar to they look like people in particular is that both have the way in which they're shot is quite indie yeah <clears throat> and that definitely leads to the way in which, like, you feel when you're watching the film. Yeah. Um. Just to jump on there, like, this was a pretty beautiful movie to watch. There were a lot of, like, kind of artsy shots, but just from, like, a setting standpoint, too, that was a very interesting the- little, like, slice of... Weird heaven that these kids had that they were living in, yeah, it was being disturbed, which was kind of a cool element as well.
0: Well, and also the intercut with like her, what you end up learning is her on the the roller skating rink floor with all the purple and blue lights and stuff. I thought yeah. those were cool elements to be mixed oh, in there and beautiful and yeah,
1: yeah. It's a weird darkness meets innocence thing that it has going on with lighting, which yeah. was awesome.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and darkness meets innocence is actually what happens at most skating rinks around around the world.
1: <laughs> notably
2: I think ours shut down because there was a whole cocaine trade coming out of it so you know that's the type of uh, that's the type of they're world all you're
1: looking fronts, at Mark. Yep. they're all fronts
2: Mark they're all fronts I am in total agreement with you guys on this the setting th- that they put this movie against where you have like Mount Rainier or maybe it's Mount St. Helens I don't know in the background it's it's Rainier. Mount Rainier.
1: look at the beer are you fucking kidding me I'm right sorry
2: I don't, have the, I don't have it in front of me because I'm not with Ugh. you guys we've already talked about what beers we're drinking um so yeah, so Mount you said- Rainier in the background. Oh, you're on this like man. beautiful lake. They have these intercut shots of like you know trees and people rowing in the gigantic lake and all this other shit. Like beautiful setting, but the, they use it to showcase. And you you said this, Jake. They use it to showcase like really phenomenal cinematography. Yeah, definitely. There's one scene in particular. I mean, you're right. The roller rink scenes are really good. But there's one scene in particular and when he comes back. From uh, from killing the first kid, Dudley Douche, right? Whatever the fuck his name was, um, <laughs> Dudley Douche, right? But <laughs> I enjoy that. He comes into the house, and I'll have to screen cap it for you. They have all the like, the the hardwood flooring is going one direction, and obviously like the walls are at a ninety degree angle to that, and the way they frame it is at like a really slight Dutch angle, so. With him, with Keir Gilchrist standing on it, it's shot from above at a slight Dutch angle. There's like 17 different angles going on, and it looks... It's really cool. You don't know he's killed him yet, so it just is like a really weird, like, what-the-fuck-just-happened kind of shot that sets Mm -hmm. it up really well just from a framing standpoint of something went wrong or something sinister happened, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. I actually have a question about the cinematography though, because I wonder if you guys noticed this as well. the The scene uh, of the first date in the roller rink, mm-hmm. yeah, was s- stood out as different from the rest, not only because of the brightly colored cue card of the first date. Well, there which was, was not notably a second cue card used. Yes, there was. I think to good effect. Sure, I liked that in this movie. Cool. Yes, I like that too. But what Bookings. was weirder about that uh, scene to me? was the way it was shot was still kind of artsy, but it was so focused on her stomach. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, there was a lot of midriff. Name. Ms. Peoples. What is what is, Peoples. what is her first name? Aubrey? Jake's looking to back up. Are you talking what about her, her name Sam? in real life or the name, her name, name in the movie? Her name is Sam. Sam. Her name is Sam. Her, her name, Aubrey. the actress's
2: name is Aubrey Peoples. You're making this more difficult okay. than it needs to it's
0: be. It's focused on Sam's stomach, Yes. Like, it is the center of every single shot, and some shots are nothing but her stomach, even though they're talking. You can't see their faces, and it was, <laughs> like, I certainly didn't mind. It's a good stomach to look at. I enjoyed it, but it was weird, uh, and I didn't understand it.
2: Yeah, I'm not... I I mean, I noted the same thing. It's It's a very midriff-heavy shot. They, I think they're just going for, like, general sexual energy. I would think so. Yeah, but, I
1: mean, that's... I. I have no other way that I would pop that. Yeah. It is, it it is an interesting point
2: because it does look notably very different from the rest of, it's like all neon and crazy lighting and it's, a. I mean, basically every shot in this movie is moving around, but like, you know, they're obviously like, have people skating backwards, filming them and panning around. It's it's all very kinetic. Well, and in a movie where even the sex scenes aren't overly
0: sexualized in the way that that one particular scene was for some reason, it was strange.
2: Well, you know. First dates. Lots of sexual (laughs) energy there. Uh, All right, what else we got that it does right? Uh, There is a line in this movie that is one of the best (laughs) line readings and actual just like script lines I've seen. Okay. Which is... After dude. does anyone want to tell me what the kid's name that he actually killed first was? I can't for oh, the life of me. I wrong. only Dudley know fine.
0: Hank and Sam and Dudley they don't even call him fine, Hank, dude.
2: Uh, I'm going to call okay, Dudley, whatever. Uh they're they're at the memorial service for him on the beach the next day and one of the two twins is talking to them about um you know, I thought I saw you here. Have the police talked to you yet, whatever? And he's obviously trying to cover up the you know, that the fact that he fucking killed the guy. And her line is when he tells her that he was just walking along the beach, he wasn't actually at the party, she says, "Oh, so it could have been you." And then it lingers, and he, like, he has a pretty good reaction to it. And then she says, "Who was killed, I mean?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, But she's a better actor than I am, uh, So the line delivery is a little bit better there. But oh, Mark I was don't sell short buddy. I'll I was to my friend Mark. <laughs> I was blown away by that line and the reading of it. Huh. It's, it's a great. Like just little self-contained little moment. Within it's the
0: really movie. effective. Yeah, and and I'll piggyback on with that. For the most part, the acting in this movie is phenomenal. I liked it so much.
2: For the most
0: part. <laughs> For the most part. We'll yes, revisit had, that later. <laughs> I had a couple notes. Yeah, um, yeah. There are some some regrettable scenes. What? Notably, the scene where they first meet on the beach is when he's just sitting around drawing pictures of dicks. Yep, <laughs> he's just sitting around drawing pictures of dicks. That. Line reading, those are such, that's a such a stilted interaction. It felt like a fucking Wes Anderson movie. I Well, that's what's
1: it. weird, and I think that that, like, we're still in the What the Movie Does Right part, but for the most part, the movie's acting is really good, and yeah. you have good actors here, but there's something, and I don't know if it's an act, I don't know if it was an acting, like, delivery thing, or if it was a writing thing, but there are certain little bits of this movie where... Everything is so stilted. Like, there's a segment that just is terrible. And then it's fine for quite a while. Pretty good, actually. And then it's terrible. And then it's really good. And then it's terrible. And I don't know why. Yeah. So, I
2: actually... I had acting slotted in as the does middle for exactly this reason. It's probably, Mm -hmm. like, 80 to 85% good. And then 15% of it is, like, something goes wrong. And I think what it is... This is a total shot in the dark for me. But what it feels like is they shot the scene, they didn't like it, and then um like the director or one of the producers or someone came in and gave like stage direction and i'm not positive if they're particularly good at receiving stage direction cuz that's what it feels okay. like to me is they're like just trying to deli- like force the line I- to happen it is a surprisingly deep analysis <laughs> yeah i mean i'll buy that i don't
1: fucking care i i observed it but i appreciate that you took the extra step
2: but it's yeah, fun. to what you're saying, there are times where I'm going to single him out. I like him a lot. But uh, Keir Grillcrest is like literally unbelievable as a human at points in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he but is a times, cyborg.
0: Other yes. times he does such a good job of playing like a quiet, repressed nerd with a psychopathic rage bubbling underneath his eyes. Like yeah. you can see it. Yeah.
1: He it's, goes it's from... It's hard... He...
2: You say oh, I was going to say,
1: it's hard to like nail the sociopath emergence thing that yeah. he's doing, right? Yeah. So I can understand the difficulty of that role. Yeah. But for the most part, he does well, and I'm—I gotta say, like, no, no slight to Mr. Gilcrest, but he looks like his physical nature fits this role well too. Yeah, because he's kind of like gaunt, S- and weird, and he has like very like oh yeah, he pronounced looks like a facial figures. Yeah, <laughs> he plays that from a physical standpoint really well. Totally. So there's like a lot of good physical fit there, I guess. But yeah, there are certain sequences where it's so out in mm-hmm. terms of like the way he's performing for the rest of the movie that is super notable. Totally. Super notable. But yeah, for the most part, it's tremendous.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, she does a great job as well being someone in love with this guy who's clearly got something going on and doesn't really know like where to pop that. I think that that kind of breaks down for me a little bit towards the end of the movie where I find it hard to believe she'd still be in love with him. But, you Ooh, know, who, who knows? Um,
2: I actually, that's to get it back to what it does right. Yeah. I like... Like is a very loose term here, but... Sure. I think this movie does a great job of kind of explaining or showing the evolution of a an abusive relationship. Where he obviously isn't like a super creeper when he starts coming out. But, like, they have all of the, like, red flags that if you don't know about him, you know, you can easily fall into that trap. You have, to, like, he, is, he threatens suicide. He gets her to blame herself for a lot of stuff. He... Fucking unplugs her distributor caps. He changes huge parts of his life without consulting her. For her,
0: right? It's it's like the textbook of distressing, controlling behavior. Absolutely. But
2: Look. but what it does throughout this long process—I mean, this movie's only ninety-something minutes long—but what it does over the course is it almost like builds the case for her final monologue. Which hmm. I, I'm really interested on what your guys' take on that final monologue is. Uh, to me, it takes it from something that's outright horror. Of some yeah. dude is like actively trying to kill you, to something that's like much more just like sinister. I don't really have a good word for it. It's just super like, it's just disturbing. So this yeah, is interesting. Dark. John,
0: when he recommended this movie to us, said he didn't know why, but this movie stuck with him for quite a while. Yeah, and I I can see that. Like that, Mark, like you're saying, that ending monologue with those implications is just
2: like, ugh. Like ugh. yeah, it he does. Me he like, does. He does physical damage, but the important message here is he does, like, lasting emotional and mental damage. Oh,
1: yeah. She's fucked up, man. Yeah. And I think that there's something to be said there for, like, what had happened to her and the, the case that they build for her state. Yep. From, like, her past, too. Because notably, like, everything that he kind of, like, tied into her past and what had happened with her dad. Like, all... She was kind of primed for this anyway, in a way. And then these events take place, and it is just an obliteration of her as an emotional being in a way totally really tough to take. And when I like, when I had first watched it, I actually watched this movie with my significant other. We were both like, it it finished and we were like, we'd actually both said, we were like, damn, that should have ended like at the, it had a weird ending, right? Because like he kills himself. He dies like amongst the backdrop of the pillars of creation. And then there's like the stars and there's his like voice. It's a recap of like him talking about that. I thought that was the end, and then it goes into her monologue. We were both like, it should have ended there. But now, a couple days later, I kind of like it stuck with me as well. To your point about what he had said, that makes more and more sense as I let it just ruminate.
0: Yeah, totally. So, and, and the other thing is, if you if you had ended it without uh, her monologue, you all those scenes of her in the purple and blue light, like cut intercut in the middle of the film wouldn't have made any sense. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean you need that to tie it together. But ultimately I think the point they're making is this isn't a movie about physical violence. I mean that's kind of why we're watching it. That's a horror element, but it's really something about like emotional violence, essentially. Which is
1: actually which is and then you start thinking about it and that's even worse in a way. Lasting impact of that. I I think they always go hand in hand. They do well they do, but this I think does a really good job to tie it back like Mark kind of started talking about to what this does right this does a good job of actually capturing that because it's kind of a hard thing to do. Yeah. 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 Yep. All that stuff's real good. What else did I do middle? Cause I feel like we, uh, we're running out of steam on the good things guys.
2: I actually have one more thing that goes in the does right category. Um, I actually like they, they do a thing where they reveal that he unplugged her distributor caps and that's why her car wasn't working when he first meets her. Essentially, yep. I guess second meets her. Yep. Um, but then, and you think that's going to be like the you know the last like piece of the puzzle that she's going to figure out that he's been like stalking her, or, like doing fucked up shit. But then he just confesses it to her in a pool scene, like it's on their, their third first
0: date, sexual experience. Yeah,
2: and I like that they use that piece. Like, as him being honest, they, they basically, it's the lack of that being the twist that ends up being the twist. I like that they introduced yeah. that just like, I don't know, a third of the way into the movie. I mean, it's just like, oh, look, also... We said like, it
0: earlier, twists amuck. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs>
2: twists run amok. Uh, really, that's like the only twist in this movie, but... Yeah,
1: no, I, I like that. That scene, I think, as a whole is a good transition to what it does in the middle, because I had mixed emotions about that scene, mixed feelings, I, emotions... I have a lot... I, I was very
0: confused by this well, scene.
1: Well, the scene was weird, right? Because... What I really liked about what it did, and there are several instances in this film where I like the way, like, a reveal is handled. So the hiccup happens, and then it's kind of like, you can uh, see his acknowledgement of the earlier scene where, like, bro comes up, the guy that he kills first. Dudley I think his Doucheret. name was Josh, by the way. Dudley right Dudley right was like, oh, <laughs> is she hiccup for you yet, or whatever the fuck he says, where you can see that acknowledgement. Um, why was he, like, Jack in Titanic shivering in the pool? I don't understand. I think These they was were cold. cold. She
0: she jumps in and says it's freezing <clears throat>
1: And in oh, fairness to him, not, he has zero body fat. <laughs> yeah. When okay. he had that little body
2: fat. Okay,
0: okay. I did not register we're, the freezing. So, part. so that's why it's freezing. Okay, cool. We're never mind. I want to talk about it. this scene. Okay. They did hand stuff. Did you okay, did you know this to be hand stuff when you first watched I, it? I figured. I mean, you was not I thought they were her. having stand-up, weird stand-up there sex was in no a pool. Thrusting. They aren't gonna soak. There was they could. <laughs> They're not soaking. Yet. Look! It was Okay. So I thought. Because there's a scene where she, like, reaches down into the water, and you can't see what's going on. And then they're grinding up on each other. I this thought they were having weird stand-up sex in a pool. No. And then later on, he said he was a virgin. I got confused. He, it was hand stuff. Hand there stuff. There was an
1: uncomfortable amount in that sequence of, like, hand stuff and then repayment for hand stuff of, like, the scenes are taking too long for the hand stuff to happen. Just make the hand stuff. We, and we
0: get it. I get it.
2: <laughs> hand stuff is happening.
0: <laughs> I didn't get it. I could have used a little more. I don't right, think please. you needed it. It
2: was weird. <laughs> Yeah, the the general level of of movement, the motions that are happening are are very ambiguous and confusing. I am in agreement with you, Jack. I had no idea what was going on. Thank you, Mark. But then when when she's finishing him off later in the car, it became a little more clear. Like literally the next scene
0: yeah yeah the whole thing was weird
2: it was yeah, yeah. and well, therefore middle but
0: know. i like i like that it, like it is weird that it lingered and it's certainly not like a sexy scene like i don't think it's gonna turn anybody on no, but yeah it, if the movie's goal is to make you uncomfortable it, it does service that goal it serves it like it serves the tone of the movie there was a lot of service in that scene <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah um and then she orgasmed in hiccup yeah but you know strong Which, wind right
2: Speaking of which, that's a really good reveal. I like that. The the whole you have no idea what the guy is talking about earlier and then she hiccups. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. It's like really that cool. part
1: was really great, but the other part, I mean, I guess it may be uncomfortable, which is good too in a way, but yep. didn't love I don't know. I don't even know what to feel about that. Is
2: that a middle thing? Sure. I didn't
1: love it, but that's their goal, so mission accomplished. It's done well. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I'm still thinking about this, this movie's movie, deep. man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a ten
2: on Scare Factor. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. What, what else, else did I do middle? Yeah.
1: Uh, bang or rang buddy yeah
2: uh literally I mean, the only thing i'd written down was was acting and we already covered it yeah i don't have anything else to do in the middle i don't think so i guess that takes it to I what it a- is wrong nope yeah i yeah mark that oh. would be the next part okay let's do it go the pillars of creation scene when he first explains it to her <laughs> I was is, gonna ask. They're outside. It is one of the most heinous green screen scenes I have ever it's like <laughs> it's not local good. TV newscaster green screen. Like, like I, it's don't not good. I don't understand why. I
1: don't understand why There's no need for it. Yeah.
2: I mean, granted, it's it's really hard to shoot in low light, and if you're trying they're trying to get the stars behind them and yeah. focus on them. like it's a hard shot to do. Maybe they just didn't have the, the bankroll for the right camera. But Wow. (laughs) But
1: you can (laughs) clearly tell when you watch that shit that it's not,
0: it doesn't look good. It does So (laughs) And and for a movie that's as conscious. Because even the kill scenes, they know their budget, right? That's why every time they cut away and they don't show you any of the kills because they can't do that. And I think that's a very elegant way to do that. They do it well. Yes. Except in this one scene where they're just like, fuck it, green screen. They show you a lot of the kills, dude. I don't know what you're talking
2: about. What? They show you a lot of the kills.
0: Eh, ish. I mean,
1: they're still, I mean, they're low on a fat, like on the effects yeah. side.
2: Oh, certainly. But like, you know, with a rock and a knife, it's not like there's going to be, they're not going Quentin Tarantino with it, but you don't need they to. They could have. Look, I'm, I'm <laughs> specifically it's always an I'm talking
0: about the kill of uh, Dudley. D- yes, the his, was the novels. rock guy. There were cuts there. There were cuts there. And then also yeah. his, his friend, right? When he, they cut away to her talking in the, in the roller rink. Instead of the actual kill, don't Dude. tap your fucking pen on the desk. It's so loud, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I don't know, um, but the, yes, Mark, the green screen is offensive.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean impressively offensive. I've seen we've seen green screens before. This is this is the worst it's, one. This is the worst it, green screen that it, has ever been committed to screen. It, no, it's not. Because do you know what know
0: it recalled that, to mind? What the original Evil Dead. When they're first okay. walking up to the cabin, it oh, shows the, moon. the night sky, <laughs> and the there's a full moon, and there's just a box around the full moon where the black is a different color black than the rest of the sky. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. probably fair.
2: That'll <laughs> happen. There's a rich and deep history of poor green screen effects. Yeah.
1: Jake, what do you think the movie did wrong? I think that there are... I don't understand how he was not questioned at any stage. Yes. Um, they
0: made it such a point to yeah, say they questioned everybody. The fact
1: that that was brought up makes you think about it and
0: multiple times.
1: Yeah. I I mean I don't I don't feel like if it was going to be brought up I feel like more legwork needed to be done otherwise pull back a bit from that element of your script I guess. I, I just if if people are getting questioned he would have been questioned as well. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: And well, I I think the imp- implication there is that whatever, is it Tasha? One of them, one of the two twins yeah, is the know. only person who saw him. So if she never told the cops, she assumed a bunch of people saw him cause he was at the party, but it wasn't at the party. He was walking along the beach or whatever. So if yeah. she never told the cops then they would have no reason to question him.
1: Well, so an interesting part of this is that before you get, it's later in the movie where it actually like has like the Tacoma, whatever sign. Yeah. Backdrop. And then you get Rainier. This felt like a very small town thing to me. Yeah. Personally. Uh, and I had the thought at that point in the movie that everyone's going to get questioned because it's a small town. Come to see. find out it's not, but it's treated in such a way that I wouldn't have thought that that would have mattered at all, Mark. I would have been like, they're going to question like everyone who knows everyone. Get a list well, of kids that graduate from high school and talk to them all.
0: Especially when Sam's mom is like aware that he's
1: hit yeah. her. <laughs> I...
0: Yeah, I just like I
1: don't understand. I could not follow. Do the
2: police do that though, or are they just like, oh, there was a crime? We better ask literally every single person in the graduating class.
0: I mean, if they don't have a kill, if they don't have a suspect, it's a murder, dude.
2: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough.
1: I like. I just feel like some of his. I don't feel like he covers his tracks he's very sloppy well. yeah yeah so there's an interesting like sloppiness <laughs> like to his when, whole behavior when she
0: comes over for dinner in that close to last scene he's just tied his mom up and he hasn't even locked the fucking door <laughs> yeah which i guess like that sort of reckless abandon isn't
1: necessarily my qualm with the movie like if he's a sociopath and he's just doing shit there's that premeditation yeah but there's also that reckless abandon so he doesn't necessarily care yeah my my issue came more with how like there was not more of a public thing where he was eventually pulled in and questioned. He sure. got away with a lot for a long time, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they and basically then they also treated the second murder like nothing. Like the kid was murdered and then there was nothing fucking said about it whatsoever. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know.
2: They basically just used that questioning thing as a as a reason to get him inside the house for the almost third kill. Where he yeah, jumps sure. through a window window or whatever. That's I mean that's like the only reason that scene happens. Yeah. Which, speaking of really solid cinematography, the scene of her coming inside is very good. I think it's mostly just the landscape of that house is really cool, but still, they do a great work on that. They really do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I don't have too much else the movie does
0: wrong. Look, we talked about the bad acting scenes. Are you telling
2: me that the train is arriving? Uh,
0: It's coming around the bend. It's getting close.
1: It's getting close. I think that the other thing that I want to mention, though, is that...
0: Jake, he had his whistle all ready to I know, go. Can't I can see do it. it. He can't do it <laughs> yet. The, other,
1: the only other problem that I had, and again, this could probably be chalked up to something the movie might have been trying to do, but Mm -hmm. I don't really care. Okay. It establishes, and I don't know how, I don't have a resolution, is my issue, and that's (laughs) why I was like, borderline not going to bring it up. Let's workshop it. What do we got? Let's workshop this, but I feel like it's something it does wrong. They establish his creepiness so early on in this film that there is much, much less punch when he flips and smashes the first head. And that, to me, is a bit of a problem. I don't know how to handle that more elegantly because I like a lot of what it did The legwork that it did by showing you some of his like premeditation and sociopathic tendencies and all of that, but then when he actually snaps, it doesn't mean anything to me. But but I I like
2: the
0: buildup. So so that very first scene when he writes "slut" in giant letters in his not diary, I know, and then crosses it off later, it's like you, you. I, I wrote this in my notes. It's it's right there. You're, like, I thought he was the hero protagonist, and I was like, you're not not an asshole just because you crossed off the giant word slut you wrote in your journal, you fucking
2: dickhead. And it <laughs> turns out, yeah, no, you're not not an asshole. You you are, in fact, You are still. definitely an asshole. <laughs> this is what I was saying earlier, though, Jake. This is the distributor cap thing. They He's a creeper, but at the fir- They try and almost, like... They just sell him as, like, a socially awkward creeper who's mostly innocuous. That's actually, I feel like, why they oh, really? don't. That's also, I feel like that's why they don't show the first murder. They show it in two halves. They show him, like, confronting the guy and then, like, turning around. Right. And then he comes back and you get that cool shot I talked about earlier. And then they cut yeah. back to it later where it shows him killing him. Like, yeah. I mean, literally one scene later. But that's yeah. that's that's the shift right there where they're trying to, like, make this argument of him being just kind of like a socially awkward kid and then you're just like no he's actually just a raving lunatic
1: yeah i don't know if it's just the fact that like you know as a movie viewer that you're watching a movie and that things have to happen for the movie to continue yeah that's probably playing a little bit into it but to me it doesn't none of what you just said matters because the fact that he was shown to behave in the way in which he behaved meant that he was going to continue down that path. Like, that's what the movie is, and it laid it out very, very early on. Therefore, it removed some of the punch for me.
2: Yeah, I mean, we said we went in blind, but we didn't go in blind because we went in knowing that this was at least somehow subcategorized as a horror movie. Right.
1: So, that is what it is. I think that I cannot... I, to me, that is a wrong, but it's it's worth mentioning, but I'm not like, oh my god, up in arms about it. So Interesting.
0: Yeah. All so right.
1: Now, now you can blow your fucking whistle. Blow your whistle, Mark. Woo! <laughs>
0: First nitpick, gents. The best fucking quote she could come up with was Forrest Gump. That's not even a quote about love. Dude, that's a good quote. That was supposed to be the joke, though. It was a stupid fucking... She should have just been like, I'll have what she's having. That would have been a much better...
2: Jack, also, pretty sure, that was the second quote she came up with. I can't remember what the first one was, but she recovered with life is like a box of chocolates. She said, no, she recovered with... No, 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 no. Something nonsense
0: about love, and then Sam says, that's not even a saying, and she responds with, love is like a box of chocolates.
2: You never yes. know what you're going also to get. Also
0: not a saying. It's, uh, it It wasn't a f- joke. It wasn't a saying. It was dumb.
2: Kind of has Didn't deeper like meaning for the movie, though, because she really did not know what she was going to get. She got the one that had, like, the weird strawberry filling that no one likes. You know? Didn't like it. Nitpick. She got the, the boy strawberry? with the social disorder. Well, either. Well, yeah. Okay, I got one. Literally, no one is that sneaky. Not like, not even fucking Kevin from Sin City is as quiet as this guy is. So he can break into her house and like hide behind her
0: like room partition thing that she's only hiding a dress form behind. That, I got problems with the layout of this room. First off, mm. or like but,
2: that he can he can unlock her front door, come up all the stairs, open her door, and, and then touch like her. T- yeah, <laughs> touch her, and then like. Be nose to nose with her before she fucking wakes up. Like,
1: yeah, heavy sleeper, dude. cheap yeah, must be. Whatever. People are heavy sleepers. It happens. <laughs> no, this
2: guy moves like a demon's whisper, and i i don't I don't find that realistic.
1: <laughs> I don't find you realistic, Mark.
2: <laughs> Good. I'm, not I'm just a simulation. Well,
1: I mean, a nitpick I already mentioned is the the whole vaping. That's just what it does wrong. The vaping is wrong.
0: I don't think it's even wrong. Look, he's it's wrong. He's supposed to be an asshole character. Not really. He's just a guy. A guy with a great butt. Well, then what's wrong with that? He's an asshole. Why? Because he's chased his high school student to college.
1: Mark, you're going to need to tie-break this one, bud.
2: I'm really confused as to what Jack's point is in general. How good is his butt?
0: It's not about the butt. (laughs) It's it's always about the butt, Jake.
2: I'm sure he has a good butt. He's an attractive man. But that's not a nitpick? Is that a neat pick? I think that's a neat pick. I think it's probably
0: a neat pick. Shout out to that uh, listener's name. I cannot remember. (laughs) Great research, great research. Uh,
1: slight nitpick. So this movie appears to be implying that MIT moms mm-hmm. they are friends with interracial couples, and that's the way it works because MITs on a higher plane of existence, y'all. What? Yeah. What are you? Explain more. What are you saying?
2: <laughs> this is a weird take. This, this is, is an incredibly weird, strange this is like take. Like a stereotype
0: that exists.
1: No, it's just weird. I find I find the whole like MIT their whole family, they're trying to sell them so hard okay. is like being like the like ab- uppity above you people. Okay. That they sell it even harder with when he comes home and she's having people over, it's an interracial couple. I found that weird <laughs> and unnecessary.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean it, it, we have a black friend, and like we should point that out. That's basically <laughs> what they were doing. That's basically what they were doing. No, for you're MIT. the one pointing it no, out. No, but
1: I'm pointing out that it was an MIT and then that happened. Okay. Because she was all like Pompity, right?
2: Okay. And Pompity. Then Pompity was that word. So, okay.
1: Right? <laughs> that is a word. Now. Yep.
2: I'll add to the list of subcategories. Pompity. Pompity. <laughs> yeah, this was a
1: Pompity movie. I'm telling you, like, that's what I'm, that's my point is that we cannot argue about her being like, eh, right? Right. No, I agree. And then I felt like it was weird mm-hmm. that it added on top of that, like, let's throw, like, go back to other movies that we've talked about that have, like, let's throw, like, the college fucking. Dorm room uh, diversity. Sure, photo. the recruiting That's what poster. It was doing, and I didn't like it. <laughs> okay, I did not get that vibe from it. Mm. I thought it was weird. Mm. Great, it was an it was a nitpick. <laughs>
0: what do you want from nitpick?
2: I think technically you said it was a slight nitpick. Yeah, which it seems um, a bit redundant, frankly.
0: I think I think,
2: mm. Keir Gilcrest's character
0: knew mm. this, but. Dark matter goes beyond just not being able to see it. You can't measure it with anything we currently have available to us. You can't observe it in I was any gonna ask, how does dude. Does
2: he's explaining dark matter to someone who hasn't even taken like an introductory That's what I'm saying. physics I think,
0: class. I think he's. I think his character knows that. So how does it do from the A to Z science corner? I think it does pretty well. I was I, one of the things I think it actually does right is that it it does enough of it didn't it did the cursory googling and then didn't say anything beyond that.
2: I mean, it's fine from the perspective of, like, a smart high school student who wants to study astrophysics. Yeah. There's no, like, plot ramifications to it, so whatever, it's fine.
0: It doesn't get anything blatantly wrong.
2: <laughs> uh, so, here's another one. When the mom, at the very, very end of the movie, when the mom escapes from the house through the window and then immediately starts screaming, the way the scene is cut made me think that, uh whatever, Sam, like, pushed her out the window, and then there just, like, wasn't anything there, so she just, like, face-planted. Because <laughs> there's, like, a, there's, she's like, a like, scream le- that's just like, Aah! laying in a mangled pile on the floor, <laughs> screaming. And, and, like, there's a scream about a second later that's just that she says, like, help, someone's attacked, whatever, and that like, kind of clears it up that she's just running down the street screaming. But that initial <laughs> moment where she, like, Sam pushes her out the window, and then immediately there's, like, an, ah! <laughs> yeah, was, like, this weird moment of comedy... Right at the fucking peak of the movie, yeah. Uh, I probably, didn't get probably that, not though. the best editing.
1: I didn't. I don't know. I didn't get that. I didn't I hit de- me like that either. I definitely took it as her running away, screaming help. But.
2: Okay, that's so good. It's a nitpick. Yeah, great. Exactly. Hit me See,
1: It Landed the same way with you guys as mine landed with me, and then not you guys.
2: The <laughs> well said. now so you I tried. nailed that. I'm trying things. Uh, lastly, uh, you can you can technically stab yourself in the heart. I believe Elliot Smith was the one who famously did that. Uh, it, but in this case, it looks like he stabbed himself directly through the sternum, which is oh, not yeah, how you do that. You've got to go battery. through the intercostals. You you don't go you well, don't it go be straight really fucking in yourself in the sternum and get it in there. You but you okay. I mean yeah you won't. Yeah, that's I mean, th- won't. it's going to take a lot more force than your. I mean maybe if you like run into a wall or something, but a few times you really got a battering <laughs> ram. It uh, the the way it maybe that's what <laughs> happened. It cut. <laughs> The whole thing we didn't a lot see. happened between the
0: whole,
1: those. Yeah, that the cut. whole thing we didn't see was him flopping around like a fish just to get it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Use the floor for leverage.
2: <laughs> so okay, yeah. I mean, that would have probably taken away from the movie as a whole. So uh, less realistic. Weird but... moment of
1: comedy for you, Mark. Right. <laughs> there was a lot of
2: weird moments of comedy there at the end. Well, I mean that one. That yeah. one was not one of them. But it would have been had they included all the flippy floppies. Could have been nitpicks. That's a whole new category. <laughs> Things this movie
0: could have done that I would have <laughs> had an issue with. <laughs> Let's go to the fucking ratings. Is that what they're called? I was going to say future presentation, but that's not right. Let's do that again. I'm the boy
2: with social disorders. I'm the boy with the straining orders. And I'm the boy,
0: yeah, Cause I just wanna walk it home. We over at Easy Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how Joey would rate sharing food. <laughs> Joey doesn't share food. And for 10, think of how well Neo knows Kung Fu. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Stories, the first category to rate these movies. This was my pick. I'm going to give it a 7 for story. I think this is a good and interesting story. It is a story that has been done before, right? Psychopathic, lover, trapping the other one, all that stuff. It's a thriller. But Mark, like you said, it does some interesting stuff with it where he... Early on, admits like I did this creepy thing, and I'm a fucking creep, and so it does, it breaks the breaks the mold a little bit, but not too much, and it certainly doesn't. I don't think it does anything wrong
2: in that regard. So seven, it's a good story. Mark? Yeah, yeah. I gave it an eight. I, I think we're. I mean, we're basically in the same category. It's the only knock against it is that it's probably not like a hundred percent realistic. There are like one or two moments where you could potentially see someone just being like, "Nope, I'm out. We're done." But I don't really think that's what the movie's trying to show. because I, I think even in those moments, there are a percentage of people who probably would stick with the kid. And ultimately, what this movie ends up being is a slow burn, intense, great analysis of like what this type of relationship looks like as it's developing. Totally. whole bunch of people stuck with Charles Manson
0: after he... Said that there was going to be a race riot, that they were going to wait out in the fairy city at the bottom of a bottomless hole. Yeah. So, like, people will accept some people crazy will shit. will do a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, what's your story? Which right I now? guess
1: perhaps describes the cops not questioning him. <laughs> That's why I gave it a six and a half. I, I agree with anything you guys are saying. not the, From a conceptual standpoint, this is not the most novel. It does a few things that are a bit different. And I like seeing that, but there are some issues that I had with with certain sequences namely him not ever being even remotely in the lens of law enforcement
0: after multiple murders yeah uh questionable however still it's it's above average yeah totally world building and immersion is our second category and this is an 8 for me okay? i was sucked the fuck into this movie a couple of things here and there take you out. There's a couple of jilted acting scenes, or not even jilted, stilted uh, dialogue <laughs> scenes. Like lovers. Who's who's the yeah. lovers, all the words are wrong. Yeah, the
1: lovers is jilted. Yeah,
0: um, but for the most part, man, this had my attention from start to goddamn finish. It's well paced. It keeps you involved.
2: Nothing really draws you out all that much. So it's it's a high score. Mark, uh, we flip flopped, but I'm in total agreement. This is an extremely immersive movie. In general, I am not pulled in very well to slow burns. This is. Definitely a slow burn. Yep. Uh, but uh are you I was sure, Mark, there's only a seven minute fingering in a pool scene. <laughs> <laughs> and then another three minute hand job in a car scene. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a handy. Uh but no, I was I was pulled into this one throughout. It's a very immersive wow, movie. And the one other thing I wanted to highlight is that the closing monologue is incredible. It's really, really good. As far as monologues go, it I mean it nails the movie. It, it That's one of the reasons it lingers with you. And it just cherry. sucks you right in. Yeah, yeah. totally. It yeah.
0: takes you a minute to get, though. It does. And I had honestly forgotten that the movie opens on her talking,
2: too. Like, on yeah. her narration as well. Yeah, no, yeah but the are... narration at the start is pretty short. It just it talks about how, like, some people say you shouldn't find your... Love in high school, and then it like peters out. There's like three sentences. It wasn't in totally, high school. But it started like, with the volleyball. It comes, it, wasn't in high it comes full circle. It comes full circle. After high school,
1: they couldn't have been high school sweethearts. Jesus. It was after high school. What's He had, a already, he had already given
2: sport? his commencement speech.
1: Uh, I gave world building an immersion of seven. I think that a lot of yeah. what I'm putting here to push it like a little bit over the top of story was the little things that it did, like the realization he has in the pool. Yeah that ties it back to something that happened earlier. It has a lot of those little nuances like nuanced things that are pretty entertaining and really draw you in. I like that a lot. Mark, what you said about the bookends, can't really add much to it also in a total agreement. So seven. Nice.
0: Uh, scare factor is our next category, and I'm gonna give this a five for scare factor, which is <clears throat> higher than I expected. But yeah. he's fucking creepy. Yeah, he's legit fucking creepy. He's he actually creepy. threatening, and a couple of those scenes are good bump in the night scenes, uh, especially the one where he breaks into that other woman's house, one of the twins' house, right? And and she's looking around her room, and they're banging in the other room. Like it's a, it's a good bump in the night scene.
2: I gotta tell so, you. One of the scariest concepts this movie introduces is when she finds the friend uh, after he's been stabbed. He's in the like playground or whatever, and she looks up and she just sees the attacker hiding behind the tree, staring at her. Yep, that's really good. Yeah, and then she talks <laughs> to him about scene. it. Yeah, and then she talks to him
0: about it. Yeah, yeah. it's really fucking good. Yeah, so I well gave it five. Mm-hmm. It's definitely uh, not the scariest movie ever.
2: No, certainly not. I gave it a four, uh, kind of in the same vein. I feel like we're pretty lined up here. Uh, this movie is more interesting than it is scary. And like I said earlier, the reason it goes out with the monologue that it does is because it, they're trying to go for something that's more disturbing than outright horror. Uh, and I, I ultimately, like that serves the movie better, but it's not like this thing is packed full of jump scares or something that's gonna like really haunt your nightmares. Unless I mean there's an outside chance I, I think there are there is a subset of people who could give this a ten just because of like their own past, you know? This oh. could this movie I hate using this word, but this movie could trigger you. It like straight. Really, up. really could. Yeah. Yeah, I really no, legit could. <laughs> Hashtag triggered. <laughs> hey, it's a real thing.
1: Whatever. Mm-hmm. Jake? Jake? I'm gonna give it a four. I what this movie does with like the emotional side of things physical attacker stuff i'm not gonna go there i won't go there i would fight this guy he, he's not like he's creepy but he's not like a believably threatening character outside of like his wiliness which fine he could he's, <laughs> he's wily Smart you he's going to like mit great
2: fight he's this, small fight. but he's wiry and he'll beat I'm, you entirely <laughs>
1: <laughs> i said wiliness a oh, yeah, yeah but that wasn't the quote jake mark was okay. doing a bit okay well you're taking it off I, the train the rails they're off
0: is that what you meant by you're taking it off
1: yeah. that's how you started <laughs> yeah, to yeah 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 exactly, take, exactly you're taking the
2: train off of the rails
1: anyway I would punch this guy in his head it's fine <laughs> but from <laughs> but from from a conceptual like yeah, emotional no way this guy could outsmart you no definitely not <laughs> It's not about outsmarting. He didn't outsmart the kid in the fucking playground. He walked up to him and did like a very basic thing after already showing that he is not to be trusted and then
0: stabbed him. You have to be a fucking idiot. Weirdest like, hug he, ever. He has done. Yeah, he was like, he was also like four feet away like, walking at the guy yeah. with outstretched he, hug he, arms. He came
2: up. One to arm. Him. One arm. He outstretched one to him hug and arm. he did a
1: really creepy hood on top attack thing. Like, you're not going to feel comfortable. No. He, he did not, to me, exhibit anything in this movie that would make me susceptible to what he would be able to provide. I'd punch him in the head. However, from an emotional standpoint, the disturbing element, particularly for what happened to this young girl, that sticks with you, and I think that's what we were getting from the
0: recommendation, and that's really creepy, so therefore it's a four. Punch like him in that. the head. Effects or judicious lack thereof is our penultimate category. Uh, I'm, I'm waffling a little bit. I think I'm going to give it a six. Um, it's right down the middle because... It doesn't do a whole lot with the effects, right? But it clearly knows and recognizes its limits. It loses a little bit of points for that horse shit green screen scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. it gets points back for amazing cinematography and lighting, and honestly, sound design. I think is really effective oh, throughout yeah, this movie. This. Yeah. So, I, I I would give it a five, but I'm bumping it up for that good stuff it does. It's a six. It's
2: above average. Mm. Mark, I gave it a six and a half. We're uh we're really vibing on on the same mm-hmm. level here, Jack. Yeah. Everything you just said is is exactly right. The one, the other thing I'll highlight is they have really good props. Um, you don't think about this movie for props initially, but uh, you have honestly like the way they use the hoodie is a really good prop, uh, and his journal is also a pretty important prop that they kind of spread throughout. But yeah, I mean, mostly it's how a about you know,
1: his, how about his pillars of creation
0: big ass thing?
2: I mean, I like that too. Great, eh, eh, yeah, I mean that's a good point. That's 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 more of a set design thing, but. Also, well, the hood is more good. of a
0: costuming thing.
2: All right. You want to start drawing it's lines sort of all over the, the place
0: here. Yeah, is know. Mount Rainier a prop, Mark?
2: Yes. Sure. Okay, why not? Great. I'm glad we've established that. This is mostly a Judicious Setting. Like the Rub Setting movie. Everything's is a prop. Everything's a prop. This Everything's is... a prop, Mark. This is a... Wow. <laughs> this is about as, as high as I'm willing to go for a Judicious Like the Rub movie. But Thanks. Everything looks pretty good. Except what for that fucking green screen. A... Six and a half. Hmm. I gave it a six and a half. You, cool. you go the... now. The turn. prop
0: where they wrote down what was going to happen with the movie <laughs> and the people read it, it was really good. It's really well done.
2: <laughs> You're describing the script, Jack. That's that's part <laughs> yeah, of the. I think that's character. a prop too. Apparently. And the
0: acting. Apparently, it's a prop.
2: You guys suck. Jake, stop drinking <sighs> beer and tell us what you fucking gave this. I'm thing. drinking
1: my beer. Relax. Good I Lord. gave it a five, uh, right down the middle. I guess you would say a five and a half is an Andy Dalton, but for me, for me, this is an Andy Dalton score. Um, I agree completely on the cinematography. Beautiful, beautiful setting for this movie. Everything it did there is fine. Outside of that, it's definitely judicious, lack thereof type movie. I think that where I'm drawing the line is my personal experience with it is the sound was a problem, actually. really, and really? I'm, I'm kind of surprised That's... I didn't mention that in the What It Does Wrong.
2: Yeah, the, you probably should have. You should have brought that up The soundtrack
1: right was drowning. It was in sequence with the dialogue that was happening for a lot of the movie, and it was drowning out. The ability to hear the characters, and it could have just been the screen that I was watching it Interesting. on. Interesting.
0: Now, let's get down. How'd you watch yeah, this?
1: I watched this on a movie at my girlfriend's place. Let's okay, get so down. No headphones? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, wait. Watched, I don't know if I said that. We watched the movie on a TV at my girlfriend's place. I think I said that backwards. But no wait. headphones, no extra speakers, okay. no surround sound. I, it, it is not my natural setting, given yeah. the movie that's been happening. But we both commented on the fact that we could not hear what they were saying. Because of the fact that the music that was happening simultaneously was too loud.
0: Interesting, because yeah.
1: I also watched this on external speakers and did not have that okay. problem. Well, I'm happy to hear that because I was hoping that it was just like our particular situation, and I mentioned that, but yeah. I could not yeah. have known. I, I so agree. It didn't. It didn't it really saturate my anything. personal experience of the movie. But I'm not. So therefore, I mean. Still, you could the only, you I can only on rate based on my experience, yeah. and it was a problem. Uh, so that's why it's a five. But listener, understand that it was very personal. It was it was me versus two that were fine. So if I'm if good.
2: I'm hearing you, you're probably saying that there like wasn't enough Smash Mouth on the soundtrack. Is that what you're saying? Definitely not enough Smash Somebody Mouth. Somebody yeah. once
1: told me the world of God. Okay, no. <laughs> okay, no.
0: Ah, that's gonna bring us into overall. Yes, it is. I'm giving this a surprisingly high score Are for you? overall. Look, I'm giving it a 7.
1: It's good. It's a good movie. You said that with an upward inflection. and leads me to believe that you don't fully agree with your
0: own score. I kind of want to give it an 8. Wow. Whoa. But I don't want to. It doesn't belong in the pantheon of other movies I've given an 8. Okay. So seven. I'm giving it a 7. Okay. You can give half scores. Um, I really dug this movie. 7.5? No, I don't do that.
2: 7.386? We have a 10-point scale, not a 20-point scale. Good. You could still give half points on a twenty-point scale. Numbers are continuous. We don't rational, have a forty-point scale either. <laughs> You're an idiot. I can't handle this. <laughs> I gave it a seven. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie.
0: It was it was dark and it made you think and it kept you interested and had some good spooks in there. So I gave it a seven. Some good Mark. spooks.
2: It's got good some spooks. good
0: spooks. <laughs> spooks. <laughs> I gave spooks it. This is the first word I would think of in this movie. But okay,
2: <laughs> it's very spooky. I gave I'm it a six. I, I mean, I'm in Jack's boat. Uh, personally, I very much enjoyed this movie, but the issue I have with overall is I use it as a general trick to like how inclined I would be to to recommend it to people, right? Yeah. And there would there, there would be a very specific subset of requirements that would where this one would be the top. So I think I'm penalizing it a little bit. I think I'm rounding down to what... You know, it's a good movie, so it's going to be in that list of just like tell me something that I should watch. But there's, this is not going to be at the top of any of my lists, purely because right. it's I mean, a very it's, specific movie. It's one of those movie. movies that, like, the three of us recommending movies to one another
0: before we started this website, right? When we'd seen dozens of horror movies, but probably not hundreds, mm-hmm. uh, it's a good one for, like, those kind of people. It's a deep cut. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: One thing I will say, just because there isn't really an, any better time to do this. If you liked this movie, or if you... Oh, whatever, God,
1: you're going to say what I had forgotten to say.
2: Uh, if you like this movie, go find the movie Radder. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I totally buy uh, I
1: had a note yep. that was like, "Is this a prequel to Radder?" Uh, yeah. Go York? find Radder. So, well, he died. That was before he died. But I was like, <laughs> "Is he go on the lamb and then go to New York and then terrorize <laughs> a young woman?"
2: Because uh, that movie is like terrifying and incredibly good. That the movie so good.
1: that movie is better than this and scarier
0: than this. True. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. But they
0: are they are they they could be a great double feature, y'all. Absolutely. Uh, another one. If you like the tone of this movie, a similar toned one is They Look Like People. We brought it up earlier.
2: Watch yeah. that too. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that one. I think I'm gonna watch that. You, you should, should watch. Check it out.
0: It's it's a different one. It's a different. I like it.
2: One. Yeah. Okay.
0: Jake, what is your overall yeah. score? Yeah, I gave this a
1: six. Uh, I think that what this brings to the table from a will stick with you standpoint is noteworthy and I'm happy that we watched it because of that. Outside sure. of that, I don't think that this is going to do much for – it did less for me during the experience than what it did afterwards, if okay. that makes sense. Yeah, it totally does. I yeah. do think it's a beautiful movie. When I watched it, I didn't think it was much special, but I'm sitting here and I have thought about it since then, so that's a that is something that should be noted and I think it's great. Also, Dennis Reynolds would be so fucking proud of this kid. <laughs> He's really employing the Dennis system. The Dennis system was He's on display, demonstrating value.
0: Perhaps He's better, <laughs> perhaps better than I have
1: ever seen. Might be based on the Dennis system. Yeah, this is this is the Dennis system movie. So, listener, if you're a fan of that, then bruh, that's a, that's a, that's a point I'm of. I, I like I that. Wired up.
0: Yeah, that's some deep analysis. It's a it's a six. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Christ. We didn't have enough Sonny references on this fucking episode. <laughs> Whatever, man. It was a
1: dentist system movie. You got to mention it when it happens. You miss yeah. opportunities like that, and then you rue the day.
0: And I don't want to rue any day. <laughs> all right. All right. Which I think is uh, it's, it's going to be a two-on-one, a gangbang kind of a situation. Well, let's gangbang it, buddy. It's a devil's threesome.
2: Um, yeah. Uh, you two, explain
0: to me why I should not get drunk and not watch this with my buddies.
2: There are actually, I mean, there are few times when we all give it above average scores where I actually fully endorse not watching this with your friends and getting drunk. This is, this is not a movie for that situation. This is something you need to digest and watch yep. and understand and analyze and, like, allow yourself to be intrigued by it, but, like, understand it for what it is. It, if you're watching this in, like, a group of, rock, you know, raucous people, you're going to miss the point. You're going to miss the point entirely. Yeah. This is not going to work. It's, not, it's a slow burn. It's, it's just people are going to be out. People are going to be out on it almost immediately.
1: Yeah, and I think I borderline missed the point watching it with one other person. <laughs> so I think that there is evidence there that definitely supports Mark's argument. I, for me, I think that the, the fun that is to be had in watching a movie with your friends loses the entire point of the effect of this movie. And the effect of this movie is what Mark just said. You have to be able to remember it and digest it. And like then you think about it two days later, and you're like, God damn. And it continues to build, and it just builds and builds and builds. And I don't think you would get that, because you'd be having too much fun, and you would miss certain sequences of the film, etc. So, yeah, I, I just do not think you would get what you need to get out of this movie if you were in that
2: environment. This movie is, and I mean this totally lovingly, because we all gave it very good scores, this is no fun. This is not a fun movie. No, it's
1: not. That's true. And it's a slow burn, too. And slow burns are not necessarily exactly what you're looking for most nights that you're drinking beers with your buddies and slamming pizzas and just hanging
0: out and having fun.
2: Slamming some bruh.
0: Yeah, bruh. All right. I'm jumping you're, in right You're vaping right here. with your buddies? I'm, ju- I'm jumping in right here. <laughs> Bring out the vapes. A slow burn is not mutually exclusive with... Drinking beers and watching horror movies with your buddies. No, it's not mutually exclusive, but it's not the best. I mean, and it if is going to case- watch a slow burn with your buddies. This is the one you're going to want to watch. This has shit to talk about all the time, even if. You're gonna miss out on some of the minor nuances. The cinematography is still beautiful throughout. Your friends can explain to you the fingering scene and what's going on <laughs> that there. That doesn't need to when happen when you're confused. It Good. probably does. <laughs> are you a level? Need help? I 11? don't know exactly what's going do we on there. You have to there? have the birds and the bees talk. I thought they were having weird water stand-up they, sex.
1: You can't do that. There's no thrusting. Ah, it was
0: very clear. Look. This you, is what I could have used you for. I needed you there to drink beers with and explain to me what was happening. Like, he I also for the record, right he now,
2: also needed like you it. there to tell him that it was on Netflix and they didn't have to pay for it. That would have that, that too, a number of things. You're just making you, my oh point. Oh my god, for
0: me. If you listen to yourself. <laughs> you'd see that you're only making my point. And it's just a quality film. There's going to be a whole shitload of stuff to talk about. You're going to have a good time and it's not just a slow burn. Oh, There's other stuff time. going on too. Yeah. So,
2: if you're watching this buddies. with like a group of PC principals, then. And drink beers. That's the situation. What
0: does our uh, room sized uh, tabulating computer tell us who won? Oh, who hold won. on. What is the a result? <laughs> That's a weird noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's also oddly musical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you
2: know, I tuned it. Uh, it. This says it says Jack won. I don't know why.
0: That's fucking stupid, and well, I'm getting sick of this. Look, robots know what's up.
2: Uh, we used to stop using supercomputers. Well, yeah, musical next, time, <laughs> next
1: time we're going with the harder. Right? I'm so sick of these fucking algorithms. <laughs> Jake, should we get the fuck out here? Yeah, let's do it. This has been episode 81 of the A to Z Whorecast. To check out everything we have going on, head on over to a 2 com or come hang out with us on either of our social media channels. Those are going to be down there in the description and link below. Also... Guys, as Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, we are no longer going to be hanging out with all the fine folks of the Phantom Podcast Network. It's a very unfortunate situation, but you should definitely check all of them out. Find them on their own feeds. If you haven't already, subscribe to our own feed. And while you're doing it, why don't you go ahead and give us a like, give us a rating. And if you really want to help us out, just tell a friend who likes horror about the podcast. Or if they like funny things. I don't know. I think we're fine. Any of the the above. Uh, Go ahead and do that. That's going to be a huge, huge help for us. As always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear. That link's gonna be down there as well if you want to check out any of their other tracks. Now, how's that spelled, Jake? Super, like super, <laughs> and bear, unlike the animal, but like if you're bare-chested or bare-assed. Oh, I wish this uh, guy had been bare-assed
0: in this movie instead. He just had these tight, like, nice. Pants I up. now see your angle on that, and nah. I don't like it either.
1: <laughs> Next week, we're gonna be checking out another uh, recommended movie. Actually, and oh, I think, interesting. I think Mark. Pick this one from the pile that had been recommended to us. It's a really recent release. This come, this one came at us from Reddit. Uh, Sugar Shane, I'm going to assume you're not Sugar Shane Mosley, but uh, next week we're going to check you it are. out. But if you are, thank you, my friend. Please don't punch me. Um, <laughs>
2: you're welcome to come to our podcast, you know. Just- yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah.
1: probably don't punch you anyway. Either way, don't punch <laughs> me, but especially if you're Sugar Shane Mosley. It's Tragedy Girls, that's a recent movie, and you recommended it, and we're going to be checking it out. So until then, get your buddies, grab those beers, and watch some horror movies, and have a great week as well. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> it's a recent movie.
2: <laughs> it's a recent movie.
1: Mark's going to love cutting this segment. Cherokee people. Well, yeah,
0: you guys can... Cherokee tribe. So proud
2: to live, so proud to die.
1: Hi, Mark.